Uh, next article. That we're going to expose the Catholic Church a little bit here, which is always such a pleasure for me to do. Um, this is entitled, Pope Slams Cardinal Who's, Who Exposed Abuse Cover-Up. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle and the AP, or the Associated Press, just from June 29th. The Vatican, on June 28th, issued an unprecedented rebuke of a top cardinal who had accused the retired Vatican second-in-command of blocking clerical sexual abuse investigations. By, they publicly attacked a man who had been praised, who had actually been praised for his criticism of the church abuse cover-ups. The silencing of Cardinal Christoph Schoenborn, the Archbishop of Vienna, and a long and a long considered a papal contender, drew heated criticism from clerical abuse victims. There's most likely millions of abuse victims from these pedophile priests that are created through this satanic pseudo-white witchcraft system of Catholicism and their celibacy, uh, which is not a biblical tenet anyway. Not to have a priesthood of celibate priests. It's not in the Bible. They just kind of made that up as they go along, uh, like they do pretty much everything. They said the Vatican should be honoring Schoenborn, not publicly humiliating him. In other words, this is a guy... This. I don't like the way they write their articles here very much because it's very confusing the way they word things. But this is a guy who had exposed um, a uh, retired Vatican. He was a second-in-command. He had exposed this man, and um, he was trying to bring out these uh, clerical sexual abuse investigations, trying to shed light on him. Well, he's being actually rebuked now from the Vatican for doing so. And then it goes on to say, they said the Vatican should be honoring Schoenborn, not publicly humiliating him, for his calls of greater transparency and demands for crackdown on priests who rape and sodomize children. Well, this, this is insanity, why this devil institution should even be allowed to continue to exist. I mean, this is the worst of the worst of the... How could you get any worse than this? You're, you're, you're sodomizing children and, and, and you're raping them and you're, and you're traumatizing them and you're ex exposing them to this garbage and then they go on like we're holier than thou and we're the only path to heaven which is what they say. They say they're the mother church. They say that the Protestants came out of this church and they're the mother church and we're really the only way to heaven. I've done several teachings where they, they um, flat out say that. And, you know... <sighs> It's just, it's incomprehensible. It's just incomprehensible. Um, Schoenborn had accused the former Vatican Secretary of State, Cardinal Angelo Sodano, in April of blocking a church investigation into the late Austrian, Austrian Cardinal Hans Hermann Grohr, who was accused by victims in 1995 of abusing boys in his seminary. Quote, with his words, Benedict professes concern for the victims, but by his actions, Pope Benedict shows concerns for his colleagues, said David Clossie, executive director of, it's called SNAP, which is Survivor's Network of Those Abused by Priests. And I give you the link here if you want to click into it. I try to give you proactive stuff, not just to give you like all negative stuff and no, no solutions to any of this. This is a Survivor's Network of Those Abused by Priests. Um, and then there's another link here for more sex crimes in the Vatican. Now, I did a, I've done a teaching on this, and I give you the link to the teaching. Um, it's entitled uh, um, Catholic Priest Pedophiles. And then I also did another teaching on 
child pornography pandemic and high-level cover-ups, which also implicates the Catholic uh, priesthood. You know, the Bible, Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. What, what, how much more rotten of a fruit could you bear as, as, as a religion? And then to, to do it under the guise of Jesus Christ. I think that's what makes me so angry about the Catholic Church. You know, I mean, if you're going to be a Satanist, you know, at least they're honest about what they're doing. You know, but the Catholic Church wants to do it under the cover of Jesus Christ. You know, they go in, you, you go into the Catholic Church and they got Jesus Christ still up on the cross. He's not on the cross anymore, but they want to keep him on that cross because that Jesus, they think, well, he looks pitiful and we have him on the cross. And because they believe in the doctrine of transubstantiation, where they believe the priest can literally change the Catholic communion host and the wine into the literal, not figurative, literal body and blood of Jesus Christ, they have to continue to do this transubstantiation process and partake of this communion in order to literally re-crucify Jesus Christ. Keep him on the cross. They want to keep him in the manger. And it's sickening. It's just sickening. You could go on and on and on about this. I've done, I don't know how many teachings on the Catholic Church exposing them. But this is something that uh, needs to be exposed. Because I don't think there's really much more of an abomination that would anger God anymore than the rape and the sodomization of children. And again, to do it under this guise of this holier-than-thou veneer. And it, it's like Jesus said of the Pharisees and Sadducees um, when, when he talked about that they're like um, whitened sepulchers full of dead man's bones. A whitened sepulcher meaning a tomb that looks real nice on the outside, but on the inside it's just full of dead man's bones. Jesus Christ called them themselves serpents and vipers. It's the same thing. It's the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which Jesus Christ said he hates in Revelation, uh, I believe, 2, where the doctrine of the Nicolaitans is essentially this priesthood ruling over the laity. Okay, which is exactly what we have with the Catholic Church. Uh, here's the next article. Catholic Church faces another scandal. This is from the Independent um, newspaper, UK, Ju- June 28th. It says, it emerged in April that Cardinal Dario Hoyas, a Colombian who for 10 years was in charge of the Vatican d- Department that supervises the clergy, wrote in 2001 with gushing approval to the Bishop of Bayex, who went to jail rather than give French authorities information about a priest who had raped a minor. He said, quote, this cardinal said to this Bishop Bio, who had, again, this is the guy that had went to jail rather than give French authorities information about a priest who raped a minor. He said, quote, I congratulate you for not turning in a priest to the civil administration, he wrote. He said, I am delighted to have a colleague who has preferred prison to turning in a fellow priest. How stinking beyond sickening. The Vatican confirmed the authenticity of the letter, which had been posted on a French website. Uh, You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. In Isaiah 5.20. And that's exactly what we're doing here. He's congratulating them. He's, He's giving him gushing approval. I mean, these people just have to be just demon possessed they've been turned over to a reprobate mind their consciousness has been seared with a hot iron 
The Bible says in the end times, they will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. 1 Timothy 4.1. That's exactly what we've got here. Calling evil good and good evil. And it says, woe unto them. Jeremiah 48.10 says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. See, they say they're doing the work of the Lord. But the Bible says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. If that's not doing the work of the Lord deceitfully, I don't know what is. Because, you know, they act like they're acting on behalf of Christ, right? You talk to them, that's what they'll tell you. Ugh. Sickening. Another one. Top Catholic priest accused of sexually abusing his own sons. This is from ABC News. Again, it's pretty bad when you have the secular media reporting on this, like commonplace stuff, just like we looked at in the golf reports. Uh, this stuff comes out almost continually about the Catholic Church, and yet it still is allowed to continue to go on as though they're above reproach, evidently. And this is just some little minor problem that they've got. This is just one of the many horrific demonic problems that are clearly manifested by them. Uh, this goes on to say, a prominent Catholic priest praised by Pope John the Paul II as an efficacious guide to youth. This is what he said, Pope John Paul II, an efficacious guide to youth. That's what he said about this guy. Father Marshall Machel, now the Bible says to call no man father but your father in heaven, so that's not a biblical title for if you call yourself a pastor or a bishop or elder, deacon, father's not a... But that shouldn't surprise you because there's not a whole lot the Catholic Church does that's biblical, so really shouldn't surprise us. But anyway, Father Marshall Michel sexually abused not only young seminarians under his control, but also his own children. According to a lawsuit filed today in Connecticut by a man who claims to be Marshall's son, the priest's son, Raul Gonzalez, 30 of 30 years old, says he thought his father worked for the CIA or an international oil company. Well, he probably did because they do a lot of this stuff undercover, particularly the Jesuit order of the Catholic you know, priesthood or whatever. Um, they do all kind of nasty stuff behind the scenes. Uh, he thought his father was working for the CIA or an international oil company until he saw the priest's picture in a 1997 magazine article detailing allegations of sexual abuse. Under... Father Michel, the Legion of Christ, became one of the Roman Catholic Church's most prominent, conservative, and financially successful orders. So under this devil's leadership, this particular sect of the Catholic Church, the Legion of Christ, became one of the most prominent, conservative, and financially successful orders. Well, do you think that was God's blessing that made it financially successful? Uh-uh, it was Satan's. Satan's blessing. Among its many supporters it's Mexican, is a Mexican billionaire, Carlos Slim. The Vatican ignored reports of sexual abuse by Michelle since the 1950s. 19, oh yeah, it's just been doing this for like, you know, 60 years. We'll, we'll overlook it. He's making us a lot of money. How oh, sickening. The love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, so, they've been ignoring reports of sexual abuse by this devil since the 1950s until he was forced out of the, quote, legion, this legion of Christ, by Pope Benedict in 2006. 
Citing his age, the Vatican Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith declined to put Michel on trial, but he said he was ordered to a life of prayer and penitence. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's real repentant. Yeah. May, you know, I guess he's going to go and become a maybe a monk or something and flog himself. To, how could you ever atone for a life of raping and sodomizing little children? How could you possibly live with your... Well, if you're demon-possessed to the toenails, it's not a big deal. Because you like doing this kind of stuff. And the Catholic Church is the perfect cover for perverts like this. I mean, don't think I'm biased. I didn't mean to come across that way. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Anyway, this is just unbelievable. But he was ordered to a life of prayer and penitence. I'm sure that really worked out well. A lawsuit filed by Michelle's alleged son claims the Vatican and the presiding Pope from the 1950s until 2002. So 52 years, or 50 years, let's say, engaged in a conspiracy to conceal their knowledge of Michelle's serial crimes including the repeated sexual abuse of children, including his own. The lawsuit claims Michelle gained influence and protection from the Vatican through giving substantial monies to Vatican officials and providing other benefits and gifts. Yeah, that's, that's a little slice, a little cross-section, a little peek into the, the satanic cesspool that we know as the Catholic Church. And I give you my teachings here regarding that. You can click on that. And, uh, oh, sick stuff. This next article, I just, uh, seen a little bit on this, but this next article ties a lot together. Kind of off the path here, but this is something that can have an impact on, on our health. And it's entitled, um, CFL, soon you won't have a choice. The U.S. government's green revolution is another covert attack on our collective health, wealth, and environment, largely using their mythical peak oil and man-made global warming hoaxes to do so. The Dairy Queen ice cream cone-looking compact fluorescent light bulbs are a perfect example of this kind of subterfuge. These CFLs have become the symbol of the government's green movement, meaning these compact fluorescent lights. They should be using the skull and crossbones symbol instead, though. These new light bulbs are not a bright idea. While claiming these new CFL bulbs will reduce carbon emissions, our Congress passed legislation stating these new light bulbs must completely replace our everyday incandescent light bulbs by 2014. Without telling us the serious dangers to our health and environment these mandated bulbs pose. These new CFLs will make people sick by emitting radio frequency radiation that contributes to what they call dirty electricity that can cause migraines, dizziness, nausea, confusion, fatigue, skin irritations, and eye strain. Now, I just looked at a pack on one of those, and it said it can, um, not only does it talk about there's mercury in these bulbs, but it says right on the box that it can interfere with Wi-Fi, radio transmissions, all kind of, now, a normal incandescent bulb can't do that. But these things actually have little transmitters in the base of them that evidently are what is emitting this dirty electricity that can have all kinds of psychological effects. I, I've told you in times past, they're trying to kill us. I, I can't even tell you how many times or ways they're trying to kill us, or at least, if nothing else, cripple our thinking processes so we can't make informed decisions, so we'll become apathetic, and we can't, you know, we're just like quivering bowls of jelly laying around just doing nothing, not acting on anything, not praying about anything. And if you were Satan, it's a pretty good plan, don't you think? 
I mean, if Satan wants to take the body of Christ out, you know, he's going to try to do as many things to affect us physically because we're body, soul, and spirit. And he knows that we're only as strong as the weakest link in our chain. So if he can take out our bodies, then it's going to affect what we can do on a spiritual side as well. Because let's face it, if you feel terrible, you're not going to do as much for the Lord. If you're feeling like, if you're either uh, feeling terrible mentally or in pain or have some disease process going on, it's going to hinder what you can do for the Lord. And this is just one more of the many, many ways we've reported on where he's trying to do this. Um, okay, we just had a little discussion and bringing up some other points regarding this. Just before I get into that, reading right off the box of, of a, a box of, uh, of um, home bright, soft white, CF, CFL light bulbs. Um, this product complies with part 18 of FCC rules but may cause interference with radios, televisions, wireless telephones, and remote controls. If interference occurs, move the product away from the device or plug into a different outlet. And that's some kind of weird light, light bulb that's doing that. And then it also says over here, lamp contains mercury. We're going to be discussing that as well. But uh, like we were discussing, this is all going to most likely tie in with the whole uh, uh, the low frequency, electromagnetic frequency grid that they've established over the world. You've got satellites and geodesic patterns above the earth pumping down signals. You've got cell phone towers emitting all these uh, totally horrific things. You've got, uh, in fact, this is one of the reasons I was so glad to get out of Florida because I literally had a cell phone tower with probably within about a hundred well, no, not a hundred, but about a thousand, at least five hundred to a thousand yards from from my window, and I really believe that thing was about sucking the life out of me. I mean, I just really felt that I had to get out just from that standpoint alone. Uh, if you're near a cell phone towers, horrific, and some people were much more sensitive to electromagnetic frequency things than others, and I believe I'm one of them. Uh, so that's something that can affect mental processes cause fatigue it will definitely affect your sleep patterns since i've been up here uh my sleep patterns have been very i mean and i'm not near a cell phone tower but my sleep patterns are so much better up here but when i was living in the shadow of that cell phone tower my sleep patterns were so messed up for so long and you know you get into this thing where I was taking melatonin, a sublingual form of melatonin to go to sleep, which I don't really like because the pineal, the pineal gland is supposed to produce melatonin, which is a hormone that your body produces. And if you're taking it in on a nightly basis, then the body will sh start to shut down its own production. Um, so, again, I've been able to pretty much totally get off melatonin since I've been up here. So I know that these things have an effect on you. I had also converted all the bulbs in our house to these CFL bulbs and uh, this was very timely because I was just getting ready to do the same thing here and then I got this article and, it, and I remembered I remembered you know what yeah I remember this information but it had kind of gone you know out of sight out of mind type of thing and these CFLs are going to be their own and they are their own little mini transmitters so we've got not only that we've got HARP which is high altitude rural research thing where they're pumping, you know, gigawatts of electricity into the ionosphere, supercharging it. And uh, Jesse Ventura did that uh, show recently. I think he did a real good job of exposing that. And um, Nick Begish is the guy that wrote Angels Do Not Play This Harp. He's the foremost authority on harp. So you've got all these things that they're doing. Satellite, cell phone towers, um, 
harp, you've got the high-tension power lines. And if you're near those, it's a proven fact that they emit a really horrific uh, energy pattern as well. People that live near high-tension power lines, a proven fact. They have a much higher rate of cancer. And all of these things are affecting our thinking processes, and they're making us fatigued and, and just feel really a sense of apathy. Not only that, now you have the sound of silence, the, that sound of silence technology that's built into these new um, uh, digital cable boxes that they've got. That's a whole other issue. I did a whole teaching on the sound of silence technology, how that by itself can be used for mind control. Now you've got these CFL bulbs, which are their own little mini transmitters. And isn't it funny when Maitreya, and I'm not, and again, I'm not saying Maitreya is the Antichrist, but he has said for years and years and years, when he makes his day of declaration, when he makes his big debut, he says that every person on the planet will hear me in their own language. Not only that, they're going to see big pictures up in the sky as well, which we have that technology now through Project Bluebeam in order to cast gigantic images into the sky. But he says that everyone will hear me in their own language in their head. And they have this technology now to literally beam stuff into your head. And let's face it, they've got it so set up now on so many different levels. I didn't even talk about FM or AM or very low frequencies or they've got all these different ways of beaming this stuff into our heads, it really won't be that hard to pull off. So anyway, these are just some other things that, that you know you need to bring up about this. And as Satan is the prince and the power of the air, and I believe the reason, you know, he that's his title, one of his titles in, in the Bible, he's, he's trying to control the air waves themselves, and he's doing a really good job at this point. So... Um, these are things that we want to, you know, just kind of bear in mind. Um, going further, uh, let's see here. And it says with 25 to 50 of these CFLs throughout your home and office, these lights going, you'd be exposed to dirty electricity for almost your every waking hour. Eh, something to really think about. But far more importantly, CFLs are loaded with deadly mercury. Yes, there's another great thing about them. They're loaded with deadly mercury, which is so toxic to your brain, they never even established a minimum uh, allowable dose. And yet they put it in mercury amalgam fillings in your mouth. And then it slowly leaches out and, and causes, you know, all kind of horrific things in your body like cancer. And it can, uh, it, it destroys the brain cells, particularly the dendrites of the brain. In fact, there's a mercury-free dentistry site where you can go up there and watch their little video and it shows a little molecule of mercury approaching a brain dendrite and the dendrite, as it just gets near it, the dendrite just shrivels up into nothing. Mercury is extremely toxic, okay? In fact, all the CFL bulbs contain at least 4 to 5 milligrams of mercury, which is about 200 times the amount of mercury in a flu vaccine shot. There's enough mercury in each CFL bulb to contaminate 6,000 gallons of clean water. To break one of these CFL bulbs is to risk ruining the health of one's entire family or office staff with enough released atmospheric mercury to best require the, uh, to require the best, most expensive professional services in hazmat removal teams to come to your house. You could literally call one of them out. And in this article, they go on to say the um, what you should do if you break one of these bulbs. And it's pretty extensive. So that by itself, the mercury angle, not to mention each one has its own little uh, potential mind control, dirty electricity transmitter in the base. I mean, 
It's just tough. There's just a lot of ways they're trying to take us out. But again, that's why the Bible says in Hosea 4.6 that we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay, And um, the delusion and the deception, I believe one of the main ways it's going to happen is through the TV, you know, the, a lot of these different radio waves and sound waves and things that they're doing in their technology to beam stuff directly into our head. And the Bible says in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and it says, For this cause God will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And it appears as though this is part of that end-time delusion that is upon us. And uh, this is why we need to guard our heart. Uh, a 